0: You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.
1: Hello, good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Parsnip Ship. Um, And we are very, very excited for this episode because it is the first one January it's a new year Um, we're also excited because uh, this is the first time we're co-producing with the Actors Fund who um, have been super gracious and have given us this space um, and their resources and their time and their love so much love to um, the Actors Fund and they're doing really great work here Um, we are having um, we're gonna be listening to or, 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 and, and, and by Daniel K. Isaac, directed by Carlos Armesto. Hello. Yeah, you, you guys can clap. We're so excited. And our musical guest for the evening is goddess Diana O. So, um, before we get into the whole night, we like to ask our playwrights Um, a question, and it is, what would the world be missing if it didn't have this play?
0: I'd like to answer, give the play a listen, and I'll answer after the show. Thank you.
1: (laughs) Someone's coy. (laughs) All right, let's get started with Diana and her first song.
2: Um, these songs were f- 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 picked special for this play and for Daniel. I wanna be a <laughs> chance to feel the way you do. Possessive of what I have to offer, I'd offer it, I'd offer it to you. Up on the stage, I'd be the focus Given all I have to each word Perfect pitch perfect They will tell me Every pause, every line Will be heard Shannon
3: terrible first full-length play by Daniel K. Isaac. <laughs> Act one. Scene. Prologue, sort of. Oh, we should sorry. First we should introduce the players in alphabetical order. Keeley Gibson. I'm playing No, let's not do character names, ruins the whatever. Just say your names
4: and preferred gender pronouns. Keeley Gibson. Anything respectful.
5: <laughs>
4: oh, hello.
3: I'm Daniel K. Isaac, he, him, his.
6: Julian Leong, he, him, uh, he, him, and his.
2: Diana O, my PGPs are she, her, they, them, or
7: Gadev. <laughs> she, her, Park, she, her, hers.
8: I'm David She, but you can call me Dave She. he, him, his, or I guess you can call me She. Mm-hmm. Get it? Dave, she.
9: <laughs> Teal Wicks, her, she,
3: or her, she, like the candy bar. Ooh. Directed by Carlos Armesto, produced by the Parsnip Ship and the Actors Fund. And that's Luke DeCola on the soundboard. I would quickly like to thank Zai, James, Tina, Philip, Zach, Rui, Tom, Kyung, Donnie, John Norman Schneider, Clinton, Jess, Eric, Catherine, and Mason the dog, and Sherlock the dog. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Here we go. Or, 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 and, and, and a terrible first full-length play by Daniel K. Isaac. Act one. Scene, I probably shouldn't apologetically lead with a terrible first full-length play, but it's true. Because I started out as an actor. I mean, I am an actor for cable, and I sort of, (laughs) fell into writing when I began transcribing conversations I had with my mom onto Facebook and that turned into a blog and then a short film and now a whole web series, but I started in the theater with an RE, so I wanted to write for the medium of theater with an RE because my passion is for the stage, the magic of theater. I love theater with an RE, so I wrote a play. Uh, but this play will not be about my mom. I've written enough about her, gotten her out of my system. So, or 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 and 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 a terrible first full-length play, not about my mom, or a love letter to theater with an R.E. Act one scene. A cell phone rings. Oh, and please silence your cell phones and unwrap your lozenges. The
7: ringing out. gets louder. The ringtone is ve- is a very gay but problematic song, like "This Is Me" from The Greatest Showman, or Azalea
9: Banks, or something. <laughs>
3: oh, fuck. Sorry. It's. <laughs> It's my mom. Sorry, excuse me. Hi, Emma.
9: The sound of a garage door opening reveals a cave of boxes and luggage. A figure in slippers is obscured behind stacks and stacks of boxes
7: and luggage. We only hear the sound of her voice.
3: You look tired. How can I look tired? You look. Tired. But you can't see me. You mean sound? I sound tired? No, you look
7: tired. you my son, I know.
3: Hey, so I'm kind of about to start something. Can I-
7: I just called in to see if you want to keep old things in garage.
3: Did you finally read the life-changing magic of tidying up?
7: No. That book by Japanese I threw away. That
3: was your Christmas present. I found you a Korean translation.
7: I'm moving to Africa to be missionary. Have to pack up house, make ready to rent out.
3: You're moving to Africa?
7: Mission work. I do good things there. make God happy. Since I fail as mother because you homosex make him so ashamed.
3: Uh, so you
7: want to keep boxes? Wanting me to send or want me to throw away?
3: I don't, I, I don't have a lot of room in Astoria. So, so I throw away. No, but I might... So I put storage unit. No, just... Can you, can you send me pictures? I'll tell you if I want to keep it or not. There's a lot of
9: stuff. The modest garage cave full of boxes and luggage multiplies and multiplies until a wall of boxes and luggage appears. As high and long as the theater can manage, a wall of boxes and luggage appears.
3: It's a lot of stuff. you wanting me to... Okay, just put it in storage. It's fine. When are you leaving for Africa? When were you going to tell me?
7: I'm sending email with information soon.
3: Um, want to come visit New York before you go? You could fly from here.
7: Maybe a cheaper flight from New York. Good idea. See, so you have the cheap ticket from New York to Rwanda.
3: Kigali. moving to Rwanda? Okay, bye. Hello? Hello? Sorry, audience. Sorry about that. So, silence your cell phones. I'm putting mine on vibrate just in case. But you should turn yours off completely because, you know, the sound of vibrations can be just as loud as... Anyways, uh, unwrap your lozenges, and this play will not be about my mom. I've only ever written about my mom. That's the last you'll hear of her, I promise. (laughs) Or, 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 and, 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 a terrible first full-length play, or a love letter to theater with an R.E. Act one, scene, oh, let me set the scene. The year
4: is 2012, the year of the dragon. A dragon flies overhead. Year of the... Dragon flies overhead, over the audience, over the stage. It is glorious. Glorious. Dragon disappears up the lighting grid. 2012, year of the... of that thing water dragon to be precise unseen by daniel a pair of dragon claws land at the top of the wall of boxes and luggage there are five elements or phases within the zodiac
3: i was born in 1988 which was the earth dragon 88, what, what? <laughs> I don't know why I just did that. Some fun facts about 88. The Phantom of the Opera opens on Broadway. Anthony Kennedy is appointed to the, uh, to the Supreme Court. The Last Emperor would win nine Oscars. Celine Dion wins Eurovision. Summer Olympics are held in Seoul, South Korea. George H.W. Bush is elected president. I digress, uh, 2000. 2000 was the year of the metal dragon, but 2012, that's the water dragon.
4: And Hi. My name is Dragon, preferred ginger pronoun, dragon, but sometimes I lay eggs, deal with it. (laughs) I was obviously not born the same time as this little Gaijin here. Hands always give away your age, that's why you should moisturize, wear sunscreen, (laughs) except it's hard to open sunscreen bottles with claws. Also scales and sunscreen, Oof, child. Still. You must muster- moisturize, honey, moisturize I'm not telling you how old I am Let's just say that I existed before there was even a Zodiac mm, But don't I look good? Hi, Dragon, I was just in the middle Not starting your play, we know I was setting up the so Yeah, you're prologuing the prologue Let's get this show on the road I want
3: to make sure they Stop being a control sorry, freak audience. and stop
4: apologizing Just tell the story, let's go Dragon flies away Maybe the audience feels a gust of wind. In fact, let's just say a gust of wind blows through the audience. Maybe a couple of gusts get weaker as the sounds of wings, flaps grow fainter and fainter. So you met Dragon
3: and the players and me and my mom, even though this play isn't about my mom. And uh, this is my first full-length play. It will be terrible. I have major imposter syndrome, but it won't be about my mom. Oh, uh, 2012. (laughs) The Tumen River.
9: Water begins to flood the stage.
3: A river bordering China. Water
9: pours out of several suitcases in the wall of boxes and luggage.
3: And North Korea. More water. Uh, And North Korea. The the Tumen River was commonly used by refugees Even more
9: water. Daniel is waist-deep in water. Uh,
3: Escape... Because it is shallow and narrow and sometimes freezes over in the so, winter. So,
9: so much water. Daniel is neck deep in water.
3: But in my first full-length play, Not About My Mom, two missionaries are trying to sneak into North Korea to spread... To spread Daniel to is spread swept
9: th- away by the scene. Tumen River. A river flows on stage. Yes, producers, a river flows on stage.
2: A family of ducks swim by.
8: A Boy Scout troop canoes by. A loch-nest monster swims by.
2: Or maybe a string of rubber ducks are dragged across the dry stage.
8: Man. And woman. Enter waist-deep in the river before climbing onto a trunk to dry off. Something about them seems modern Adam And eevish. Except... I lost the map. You what? In the current, I lost the map. I knew you would, so I packed copies.
2: Woman produces a laminated copy of a map.
8: It's laminated. I know. You let me navigate all these weeks with a soggy map falling apart at the seams, when all this time you had a laminated map? Yes. North Korean officer suddenly appears and speaks in Korean. Hands up!
6: You're under arrest! Man screams a high-pitched scream and hides behind woman.
2: Woman instinctively shields her stomach but
6: stands her ground. In Korean. Hands up where I can see them! Where are your papers?
2: A little contradictory to say hands up and then ask to see papers.
6: In Korean. What?
2: Woman speaks in flawless Korean. My husband doesn't speak Korean.
8: What are you saying? in korean what is he talking about man reaches for his korean dictionary in
6: korean yeah hands in the air show me your papers
2: that's really contradictory like asking to see license and registration and then shooting the usually black male for not keeping both hands on
6: the wheel in korean what i said hands in the air
2: in korean please let me translate for my husband switching to english He says to keep your hands in the air and to show him your papers.
8: Okay. Man puts both hands in the air and then slowly reaches with one hand for his paperwork. North Korean officer shoots him. Ow! He shot me! He freaking shot me!
3: Daniel enters, drying his soaked clothes with a towel. Can we change that to fucking? Sure.
6: He fucking shot me!
3: In Korean.
6: I SAID HANDS IN THE FUCKING AIR! SHOW ME YOUR FUCKING PAPERS!
3: That's a bit much. And and you can stop saying in Korean, the audience gets that you aren't speaking English and woman is bilingual and man is not.
8: Great. Where are you from? Man lifts his hands from his gunshot wound and blood gushes. It soaks his papers red. Is that blood? Where? Where are you the from The United
2: States, he has a thing about blood. Did you say blood?
6: Where are you really from?
2: California! My papers are covered in
3: blood!
6: Man faints.
2: I also packed laminated copies of our papers.
3: <laughs> That's good because I think this scene will work better with some rain.
9: It rains.
3: And we should be under a bridge. A
9: bridge made of boxes and luggage descends and shields some of the rain.
6: Hands in the air, show me your papers! Hands in the air, show me your papers! Hands in the air! Show me your papers. North Korean officer shoots three times in the air.
9: Three holes appear in the bridge, made of boxes and luggage. Three streams of water fall on the North Korean's
8: head. Scene. Two Men River 2. Man is bandaged and laying in woman's lap.
2: Like a Korean-American pieta.
8: North
6: Korean officer builds a fire inside an old suitcase. Daniel sits somewhere elevated on the
3: wall of box and luggage. Just a reminder, the following scene... A phone vibrates. The
9: following scene is... Vibrate. Vibrate. Is... Vibrate. Vibrate. Is spoken in Korean.
3: Sorry. Ama, what?
9: A door opens in the wall of boxes and luggage. Mom stands with a crate full of toys obscuring her face. I'm throwing these away.
3: That's my first stuffed animal.
7: From Korea. I buy for you.
9: Made in Korea is so much nicer
7: than made in China. Like, everything these days is so cheap. I throw away now.
3: But it's my first. You wanting
7: me not be the
3: whore? The what?
7: The whore. You say I'm whore
3: I said you were a hoarder. Hoarder, not a...
7: Hoarder.
3: Hoarder. You're a hoarder.
9: So keep or throw away?
3: Fine. Throw it away.
9: Keep or away. throw away. Mom holds up a pair of plates that hide her face.
3: Mama, I'm, uh, I'm in the middle of...
9: These souvenir plates from Costa Rica.
3: I bought those for you and your sister, for Emo.
7: You bought bigger plate for her than me. <laughs> uh,
3: I think because she paid for the trip. Oh. Why do you have all of Auntie's stuff?
9: She gave to me when she died. Oh. You want to keep these, right? Mom balances a stack of books that tower above her head.
3: Yeah, yeah, keep those.
9: Spend so
7: much money on yearbook.
9: Every year,
7: and you never use or looking anymore. Can you just text? Back
1: alone,
9: so tired. I go to church for Energy now, bye. Mom slams the door shut.
3: I text me pictures instead... Hello? Sorry, audience. Back to... To... The following scene between North Korean officer and woman is spoken in Korean. You should bring him closer
6: to the fire. Wet wounds will lead to infection.
2: Thank you. Woman awkwardly gets out from under her husband's body and drags him closer to the fire. Thank you.
6: Are you hungry? Yes. I have some rice and spam. I'm vegetarian. What?
2: Yes, why thank you. I'd love some.
6: I wish we had some dried seaweed. And kimchi. What I wouldn't do for kimchi.
2: Woman produces a small package of seaweed in a small jar of kimchi.
6: They eat.
9: A hand pops out of the wall of boxes and luggage holding a binder full of... Pokemon card. His text messaging picture now. Keep or throw away?
3: Those might be worth money someday. Maybe for son. For my unborn child?
7: If you have kids. But then they have no soul. What? The hand disappears. Woman
2: and North Korean officer finish eating.
6: Thank you. How's he doing?
2: He'll be fine. The bullet only grazed him. I know. And I packed a first aid kit with every bandage, size, and duplicate. Would you like me to do the dishes?
6: Not because...
2: No, but because you cooked.
6: North Korean officer nods.
2: Woman does the dishes in the river. The soap is biodegradable, won't hurt the fish.
6: No one fishes in this river anymore. Because of pollution? Because you'd get shot. Oh. And it's polluted. Oh. (laughs)
2: Then should I not wash these in here?
6: No, it's fine. Man moans in his sleep. Your husband is a sissy. He jumped behind you when I... I know. Your husband is gay. I know. Then why are you with him?
2: It's why we are here, to escape temptation, to work on our relationship by focusing on helping others. I
6: never asked for your help.
2: Never said you did.
6: That's a dumb way to work on your relationship. Sounds like you're running away from your problems rather than facing them.
2: Why would we run to an impoverished country led by a dictator if it wasn't to help the people here?
6: Because you are a fool.
2: Maybe. Maybe not.
6: Man stirs.
8: Do I smell spam? We
2: ate it all. You can have some seaweed and kimchi. I'm tired of seaweed and
8: kimchi. What's he
2: saying? He's jealous.
8: Jealous? Of our
2: lunch date. This wasn't a date. I know. Because you're gay too. I won't tell if you won't.
9: Why everybody in your plate are gay? Mama. No one wants the gay story. It's
3: more than a...
9: Mom's arms hold up some canvases with prize ribbons above the wall. I throw away, okay?
3: My my artwork? I won prizes for those. You
9: want to keep everything.
7: You are the whole.
3: No. I, I'm busy writing this busy gay story. I'm busy
7: Cleaning, packing, finding good Christian a house. Why do you have to
3: leave so quickly?
9: I have to go. I put your artwork in storage too then. I putting all... In storage, okay. You deal with later. Mom's arms shoved the canvases into a box in the wall and vanished with a huff.
6: Where were we? Oh. Scene: Two men, river. Three. North Korean officer writes in a journal.
2: Woman is asleep.
6: Man is handcuffed. North Korean officer tears the pages of his journal and slowly burns them one by one in the fire. Writer's block. What?
8: Writer's block. Um. Man attempts to mime writing, and then a block, but it is very difficult to mime these things with handcuffs
6: (laughs) and winces. (laughs) North Korean officer laughs, or as close to a laugh as a closeted North Korean officer guarding a polluted river between China and North Korea can muster.
8: You're cute. You're enjoying this too much. I was trying to sign. You, man points you, writer, mimes writing, block makes an X, or shakes his head, or hits his head, or all of the above, or... No.
6: I'm burning the pages of my latest journal entry so they can never be used against me. I heard that writing was therapeutic from a doctor who was trying to escape before I shot him. So I started keeping a journal. But I don't want what is written in my journal to be used against me, so I burned the pages. And I find that to be therapeutic, too.
8: I don't... I just don't. Man shrugs. North Korean officer mimes. Heard
6: man escaping. Say, writing, good. Shoot, man. Now journal, good or bad, who knows?
8: North Korean officer resumes burning pages. I used to have a journal, and then my mom found it.
3: Can you switch mom to dad?
8: Okay, sure. And then my dad found it, and it didn't say the most Christian things about her, I mean, him, or about, so she, he, hey, it's kind of hard to change my lines having memorized.
3: No, no, yeah, that's messed up of me. You can change it back to mom, but this isn't about about your mom. mom.
8: We get it. So, she made me transcribe the entire New Testament. Eventually, she stopped me in Romans. It was interfering with my schoolwork, and to this day, Romans is still my favorite book. If you look in my bag...
9: Man attempts to get his Bible out of his bag. This is difficult to do with handcuffs.
8: He winces. North Korean officer pulls a
6: gallon-sized Ziploc bag containing a Bible from the back of his waistband.
9: It is
2: in a gallon-sized Ziploc bag because woman is an amazing packer. (laughs)
8: If you open to the New Testament, see where the tabs start?
6: Matthew Mark Mark.
8: Luke
6: John Acts Romans You Right? All this?
8: These pages Sometimes I cheated, snuck in actual journal entries between verses. There's an extra chapter in Mark about my water polo coach, Mark. A dry humping session with some Boy Scouts and Luke. A recurring wet dream in John about being kidnapped by a man and being forced to... Uh, so it didn't count as a sin because it was my kidnapper's fault. And a list recounting all the times my mom had walked in on me masturbating an axe.
6: North Korean officer does not understand... But that's okay.
2: Woman groans in her sleep.
6: She reminds me of my mother, for the love of... Strong, stubborn, prepared. I wonder if she would have been prepared for it. There was a new game we were asked to play in grade school. The teacher said we would be playing a scavenger hunt. I'd never played a scavenger hunt before. The previous week's lessons were songs for the great leader. I hated singing. Hunting sounded a lot more fun. Teacher held up two books. Both were bound in black leather. One had pages painted red, the other one had pages painted gold. But when you opened the book, you couldn't see the red or the gold, just columns and columns of writing. I didn't know how to read. I just knew that I wanted to find the books with the disappearing colored pages. We weren't to tell any grown ups about this week's lesson. It was a great secret between the teachers and the students, the great leader and the students. I had never been tasked something by the great leader. We might even win a medal, the teacher said, from the great leader himself. I'd never won anything. So we scavenged around the neighborhood, around the neighborhood shelves. I was determined to win. Then one night after my father had whipped me with his belt for some reason or other, and had left the house for a drink, even though it was past curfew. My mother asked if I wanted a special treat. She carefully lifted up our folded sleeping pads and carefully lifted up the bamboo mat, and below the mat was a discolored plank, and below the plank were a tin of cookies with foreign writing on the tin, unlike the alphabet we were learning, and below the tin was a black leather book gold pages. I saw them catch the light, before my mother swiftly replaced the plank and the mat and the sleeping pads, and we enjoyed two cookies in silence, letting them dissolve in our mouths so that the neighbors wouldn't hear the wafer crunching through our paper-thin walls. And then the next morning, as I folded up the sleeping pads, I slipped an extra cookie and the black leather book with the disappearing gold pages into my bag letting the pages slip through my fingers to catch the dis- and disappear the light in the morning sun just once when I walked to school. And then in front of the entire class, I proudly displayed the book to my teacher, who gave me a medal with the great leader's face etched in the front and some symbols I couldn't read. But I wouldn't learn to read until a bunkmate in the military taught me because I'd been placed in an orphanage shortly thereafter. But not before spending one last night in our house, with the sleeping pads tossed them up, the bamboo mat torn and trampled, the plank of wood broken in two, and the tin of cookies empty, except for the one in the bottom of my bag that had turned into crumbs.
8: I could enjoy the sensation of dissolving the wafer in my mouth. Man nods, reaches for North Korean officer, but is still bound by his handcuffs.
6: North Korean officer finishes burning the last page of his journal entry.
9: Daniel pulls out a bag of chips. Russell, Russell, pop, Russell, crunch.
6: Okay, fine, Dragon. I get it. This play is about
3: my mom. I I have a new idea for a play. It's set in the year 2000 in a, in an art classroom where a nude model poses for the class. He's an orphan, so no parents, no moms. Russell, crunch! And when the drawing session begins, the nude model and an older woman, one of the art students, find that they can speak magically, telepathically, threshold of revelation or whatever to each other, and they strike up a relationship where... where... Russell, crunch, crunch!
6: ...where she turns out to be his long-lost mother. Fuck, it's always about... North Korean officer shoots the bag of chips out of Daniel's hands.
2: Woman jumps awake. Please, not the baby! Uh... Uh. I mean...
3: Are you cringing? I might be cringing. Or maybe that wasn't the most awful way to reveal that she was pregnant.
9: Audience member throws an orange at Daniel. Shut the fuck up, we are trying to watch the play. What? Baby? Oh shit.
6: A rumbling. Oh, Oh, shit. shit! North Korean officer and man hold each other.
9: The rumbling increases in intensity. Woman shields her stomach. She crawls beneath North Korean officer and man's embrace. A caravan of tanks? An earthquake? A tornado? Suitcases fall. Boxes crumble. Debris and smoke fly through the cracks in the wall. I'm sorry I didn't tell you I was pregnant.
6: I'm sorry you couldn't fight being gay. I'm sorry, but we're going to have to jump. Try not to swallow the water. Also this. North Korean officer kisses
8: man. A long kiss. It is sexy. <laughs> Man and North Korean officer help woman stand up, and the three of them jump into the river and get swept away.
3: Daniel is having trouble climbing down the wall. Uh, guys?
4: Uh, guys? The rumbling gets louder and louder. Louder, louder, and
3: louder
5: and louder. Louder and louder.
4: Dragon descends. Miss me? Dragon grabs Daniel and flies him away from North Korea. Or, dragon's claws grab Daniel and fly him away from North Korea. Scene. Flight, Dragon, and Daniel Fly. So, you wanna talk about that? No. You crammed a lot of, of, of stuff in that play. Just a lot of themes and ideas and conflicts and- It was all about my mom, alone. I know. Yeah, yeah. The play was about missionaries and your mom is gonna be a- Fuck. Yeah, and you didn't get that from the get go. No, I thought- If you'd let me finish.
3: Mom's the word. motherfucker.
4: I'm shutting up. I was going to say internalized homophobia and race hatred, externalized shame and guilt, a personification of a country in perpetual stalemate, the straddling of dual identity. You make it sound much more Not saying that you actually fully realize any of these ideas completely. <laughs> oh, that wasn't but a compliment. I'm not sh- I'm not here to validate. You. I know, I know. It's terrible. Is it terrible or is it impossible? Huh? You ain't ready.
7: vibrate Vibrate!
4: It's her. She's impossible. It's what I said. Don't leave her hanging.
7: Mom sits with a laptop facing upstage. You buy ticket yet? What? Last week, almost $1,000. This week, more than $1,000. I'll
3: book it for you right now.
7: Too busy with gay musical to buy mom tickets.
3: It's not a musical. And
7: why people want to watch? It. I'm
3: starting over, writing a new goddamn play.
7: Don't using God's name like that.
3: Oh, she gonna smack you? Write your own story without curse words if you want. Stay out of mine. Okay, I will. It's the same price to fly from L.A. or New York, but if you fly from New York, you could visit. Then I fly from L.A. Bye. You tell her off. She's so fucking stubborn. Pot. Kettle, black. I don't want to write about her. Mm-hmm. I'm done writing about mm-hmm. her. She's, she.
4: I don't understand. Okay, sure. Doesn't mean you have to be alone with it. I'm not alone, I've got you. Yeah, but I'll have to leave again. I can't always be around to emergency evacuate you out of North Korea. I know. Here, put on some sunscreen. Dragon raises a claw with a punctured sunscreen bottle. Why? Just do it. Daniel applies sunscreen. You're gonna need it. Why? Dragon releases Daniel. Dragon's claws tear Daniel's clothes off.
3: Daniel falls naked into a pile of muslin. He covers himself.
2: An art class surrounds him.
4: You don't get to be a passive observer this time. Gust of wind. Gust of wind. Gust of wind. The dragon is gone.
2: Scene. Art class. The class is shrouded in moody darkness. Think David Barton gym lighting, rest in peace. This should help disguise woman, man, and North Korean officer who are playing art student one, two, and three, respectively. They face upstage, but we can see their canvases. Maybe they're wearing wigs. That would be fun.
9: Older woman is the fourth figure shrouded in moody darkness. She is the oldest student in the class.
2: Since when do we have Oriental models? I thought this was a European form and figure drawing class. Uh. He has a
8: flat face. I need to work on profiles. And That's why I came early scrawny. for
6: kind of I was hoping to see some muscles in this class. Will you
9: kid shut up so I can draw? I can't concentrate with you gabbing!
6: Did the old lady just say gabbing? gabbing? I'm going to title the next series gabbing.
9: I am paying for this out of my retirement, unlike you privileged children. I'm on work-study.
6: I'm on scholarship. Just because my daddy's rich doesn't mean you have to hold it against me.
9: Fine. Never mind I spoke. Ignore me, like you always do. A
6: cool sound
2: shift.
9: Self-incon-selfish, inconsistent, I babies, privilege I think I'm and narcissistic Dang. and not rude. today this is up, Thursday, this is come on, I, I, like that. I like that.
5: Not that. I want is what I This is just a here. sketch of an idea
3: of a play. Take me out of here, please, take me out. Dragon! Dragon!
2: Voice of art teacher interrupts the cool sound shift. All right, class. We are now entering our hour of silent meditation. Mm. Yes, feel those vibrations, let your third eye do the drawing, but don't forget our weekly focus is on shadow and shading, which is why we have our wonderful colored model this afternoon. He's an actor. And sometimes playwright. Our regular model booked the lead on a new CW show about werewolves in space. Isn't that just fabulous? So be kind to... to, uh, What was your name again?
3: Uh, Daniel.
2: And where are you from?
3: California. No,
2: silly. Where are you really from?
3: Ugh, Korea. My parents are from Korea.
2: Well, Could you ever imagine, class? We are graced with the presence of a colored Korean today. Feel free to embellish off of your initial instincts. Play with those yellows. Mm, yellows. Pillage and reappropriate his culture on your palette. Balance your brushes at an oriental slant. And watch your posture, my dears, align your spine. We then roll, 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 align, 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 and release. Everyone does a slow spine roll up with the vocal release at the end. Ah. Ah. See you on the other side, my chickies. (laughs) Cool sound shift. The stage slowly rotates. If you have the budget and stagecraft for a rotating stage, that would be super cool. And while we're at it, the circle of desks around Daniel rotate in the opposite direction. Over the course of this scene, Art Student 1 paints lots of babies and vaginas and blood. George O'Keefe, meets Sin City.
8: Art student 2 starts and crumbles, and restarts and crumbles, and restarts and crumbles, and finally running out of paper, forcing him to get another pad from the supply room.
6: Art student 3 paints penises of various shapes and sizes.
8: Dragon, I told you I am done. I'm done writing
3: about mothers. I can't be pigeonholed as someone who only writes about his mom. He
6: can't get his nose quite
9: right. Such a funny squished nose. Funny noses. Funny noses. Oh, now I'm making funny noises.
3: Great. Stream of consciousness blabber. It's an even more terrible...
9: Old woman breaks the cool sound shift to shh. Whoever is talking. Our student once shushes right back with attitude. Cool sound shift. It's quiet hour now, these children so rude and entitled. I am
3: not entitled. What
9: a gay voice I have imagined this model having. Did I fall asleep I do not have a gay voice. I take offense. I'm so easily offended. This one clearly does not have a sense of humor. I do so
3: have a sense of humor. I'm not engaging in this dragon. When he's angry, he looks a
9: lot like... like a little baby scrunching up his face to poop. How can
3: he see? Listen, lady... Fast forward times three, we can hear each other in each other's minds, threshold of revelation, but not because this isn't angels in America. This is dragons fucking with a terrible playwright's imagination. Okay. Major point okay. dragon. Okay,
9: so we can talk to each other in our minds, huh? We must have great alignment today. What would you like to talk about? <clears throat> Nothing.
3: Everything. You're my mom.
9: Oh, honey, I couldn't be. I'm white.
4: Lights reveal the older woman is indeed white.
9: Not that white people can't be mothers to non-white children, I would never presume, or deny the right to.
3: No, you're the mom rage I'm working through.
9: You're using me to work out your parent-child dysfunction? Write what you know, I guess. This your first play?
3: Yes. You an only
9: child? Yes. How? Selfish, self-absorbed, or desperate for detention. or uh, Desperate for attention. No. Well, why else would you be naked in front of all these people, then? That wasn't
3: my fault. That was dragons. This
9: dragon you keep calling out to? This this dragon? uh, Is this dragon a euphemism? Stand-in substitute emotional dartboard for your father?
3: You should be a therapist.
9: I was. In a past life. But i ended up doodling when i got tired of hearing people's champagne problems literally moe versus veuve for the luncheon bar mitzvah gala wedding reception and so then eh, i decided to try doodling for a living so here i am doodling siblings would have balanced your ego out toughened your skin in some places softened others but then again Overpopulation. Yes, right.
3: That's why I want to adopt.
9: Oh, you gay men and adopting. Don't you know homosexuality is contagious and synonymous with pedophilia? What? Gotcha. (laughs) That's what you wish I would say. Ignorant, hateful rhetoric. Gays go to hell. Your proof I failed as a parent. You'll never amount to anything. You're a disappointment. Things your birth mother actually says. You want me to echo such sentiments so you can rail against injustice and boast about your in- intellectual prowess and have the perfect comebacks you've fine-tuned over months of writing, the detached and cool responses, the heroic patience and compassion, the applause-worthy microphone-dropping moments, the brilliant takedowns you can never successfully articulate in real life because you aren't wired like a drag queen or seasoned stand-up comic. You're human and your responses are stunted and full of stutters, or you shut down, or you stay up all night crafting the perfect response, but why even bother? The language barrier and your verbal sparring opponent's stubborn faith, their unwavering conviction. Why engage with the emotional abuse? Why scream at an immovable wall, a deep-rooted tree? Why try to move a mountain?
3: Because, because...
9: So you try your hand at a play. You can work it out in a play. Why go to therapy when you can write a play? Not only highlight the problems or shed light on the problem, but provide solutions. Imagine a better world. A world without gun violence and racism. End world hunger. Cure cancer and AIDS prevent global warming and show change, maybe, or shifts, or hope, or alignment, or, or, or. So here I am, change the world, rail away. Where are your comebacks? Where are your perfectly crafted arguments, breaking the cool sound shift? Where is your voice? Life isn't a fantasy life isn't a play and well this play is impossible
3: it's terrible impossible
9: there is a difference cut your losses abandon ship where is the life raft for this impossible play here i'll draw you one old woman draws daniel a life raft a life raft emerges from her canvas
3: hop on you're not coming Mm, i've got more characters to play Daniel climbs aboard the life raft. You're welcome. Oh, I was about to... The river appears and drowns the class. Scene. The river. Daniel floats down the river. This time the river is less gloom and doom in North Korea, and more it's a small world ride.
2: A family of ducks swim by.
3: Hello, adorable family of ducks. Could you...
2: Fuck off!
8: A Boy Scout troop canoes by. Hello, Troop 777. Which way should I... Try hump later. We stole some pornos from the gas station. Keep your course. Stay hydrated. A Loch Ness Monster swims by. Hello, Loch Ness Monster. Do you know...
6: My preferred gender pronoun is Ness. If I like you, you can call me Nessie. But if I don't like you, you're kind of fucked. (laughs) Keep going. I believe in you.
2: Or maybe a string of rubber ducks are dragged across the dry stage.
6: Hello,
3: string of rubber ducks.
2: Back 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 to 1988,
9: back to George H. W. Bush. I accept your nomination for president. I mean to run hard, to fight hard, to stand on the issues, and I mean to win. There are a lot of great stories in politics about the underdog winning, and this is going to be one of them.
6: Fuck you, dude, and your son. Olympics announcer announces in Korean, let the games begin.
3: Summer Olympics in South Korea. Gymnasts, divers, swimmers, yum.
6: Projected footage of the torchlighting ceremony where hundreds of doves sitting on the giant ceremonial torch burst into flames. Oops.
3: I think I lose my gay card for not liking Celine Dion.
9: Celine Dion slaps Daniel. As an Italian, as a European, the Academy Awards has always seemed to me like a a distant ceremony, something I really didn't belong to.
3: I totally understand that sentiment, Bernardo Bertolucci, director of The Last Emperor.
9: This is one of the strongest emotions of my life, and I can't hide it. I want to do a Chinese kowtow to the Academy.
3: And then you went and said that.
9: And I was just thinking that if New York is the big apple... To me, Hollywood is the big nipple. Thank you very much.
3: What? Beautiful movie, but why do white people get to keep telling our stories?
2: I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic.
3: Thanks for gay marriage, Justice Kennedy.
2: I do that? I guess I would.
10: The Phantom of the Opera is here inside your mind. My poor
3: neighbors listened to me screech this out for God only knows how many years. Where's this heading? Uh, older white lady, not mom? Dragon? Where am- A karaoke version of Cher's If I Could Turn Back Time
9: plays and the castings along. A large carpet bag in the wall of boxes and luggage opens to reveal a large clock spinning backwards. The years are projected onto the face of the clock.
3: 1988. 87. 86.
9: 85. 84.
3: 83. 82.
7: 81. 80.
3: 1980.
7: A 30-something Korean woman appears out of
9: the clock with a simple suitcase.
3: 1980. That's when... Holy shit. How is she...
9: A glass-enclosed booth rises out of the river with customs officer purpose for your trip? My purpose? What is your purpose for your trip?
7: My father commits suicide after Korean War. I have three younger sisters to support. I quit job after fighting for equal wages for women. I'm looking for the new job here. I start life over here.
5: Uh,
9: okay. Custom officer stamps something, stamps something else, then waves mom through. Mom. Korean
7: woman sees Daniel.
4: A rumble. A
7: flash.
4: Daniel disappears. Dragon appears.
7: Korean woman opens her mouth to scream or gasp or... Intermission.
2: Straying to bear all that I aim so I can be as strong as i come about trying to be I stayed the nurture child you see while well, he got to be as strong as a man While well, he got to be as strong as a man. To nurture us while the sun beat down the to torture, us, she taught me how to be.
7: Esther's prologue, sort of. Dragon flies
4: overhead. It is still glorious. It still inspires the magic of theater. Dragon lands. So, first you say hello. To those
7: lazy people sitting in dark,
4: bowing to audience. Then you say your name. My name, Esther Lee. Then you say your preferred gender pronoun. I what? We'll go with they for now.
7: But they imply plural, I'm not Plural, I'm woman.
4: Then, we'll go with she.
7: Do you want me to have accent?
4: That is entirely up to you. Okay, then.
7: Yeah, no, can we not?
4: Great. You can clarify in your storytelling whether you are speaking Korean or not. But you don't need an accent. These kind people know how to suspend their disbelief. And they've done a lot of suspending, believe you me.
7: Okay. Hello, my name is Esther Lee. My God-given gender pronoun is she, and I am currently speaking fluent Korean to you. Like that? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, my name, it used to be Eunyoung. Should I say that instead?
4: Again, up to you.
7: I decided I needed a Christian name after my second divorce. I was in Israel on a mission trip, and the camel guide asked what my name was, and I said, My name is Esther. I am your queen. Bow before me. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't like that.
4: That's the idea. Go off of what you're thinking. Word association, stream of consciousness. Before you know it, the story will appear. It always does. Oh. Dragon shrugs and makes some noises and vaguely gestures around. Or something.
7: And you? Who are you?
4: I had my intro earlier, but... I'm dragon. Preferred gender pronoun, never mind.
7: I don't believe in dragons. Doesn't
4: mean they don't exist. I don't
7: believe in sorcery or magic. I think my son is gay because of Harry Potter. And charmed. Okay. Witchcraft made my son gay. Television made my son gay. And I made my son gay. Okay,
4: we'll have to unpack that.
7: But I believe in God. Makes sense. Makes sense how?
4: Well, outside of the U.S., South Korea produces the most Christian missionaries in the world. Christianity was a vital part of Korean nationalism and opposing Japanese colonialism. And you're wearing a cross necklace with dove earrings.
7: My son bought them for me. I normally don't like to wear cross paraphernalia. I'd be mortified if I was mistaken for a Catholic. But they're
9: real gold.
4: Yum, yum, yasqueen, gold.
7: Um, so, word association, stream of consciousness storytelling.
4: You wanted to tell your story. If it helps, try starting from the beginning, whatever the beginning might mean to you.
7: Well... I was born in 19, it was before the Korean War, so let us agree that it was a long time ago. My hometown was a target of airstrikes and an industrious neighbor had carved out a cave for the town to hide in, strategically masked from the jet fighters. But whenever the town evacuated to the cave, I would hide in the attic because I had trouble using toilets that weren't in my own home. And I was scared of the dark, the attic had windows. Eventually, I would have to get over my home toilet-only rule, but let's just say I had a lot of constipation when we had to flee south. This is a lot of oversharing. Yeah,
4: that tends to happen. Do with it what you will, but also, careful what stories you tell.
7: What do I have to be careful about?
4: No, I just don't want a giant dancing turd to walk out on stage and for you to freak out because I didn't warn you. A giant turd walks out on stage.
6: (laughs) Maybe the giant turd does a ribbon dance.
1: <laughs>
6: the giant heard exits
4: yeah like i said
7: huh okay um korean war we fled south mom dad older sisters and maybe a younger sister too i have a lot of sisters had while fleeing an american soldier once gave me a tour of his tank and i screamed and screamed and he gave me an orange my family buried all of our possessions to flee, but when we returned, bandits had dug up everything and stolen it. Flee, 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 uh... Huh. word association. I did it. You did. Will the stage be covered in fleas now?
4: No, that's against health code.
7: But ribbon-dancing giant turds. Okay. My dad eventually hung himself because we were so poor and because he had only daughters, and because he only had daughters, eight or nine of them.
4: Oof, your poor mama.
7: Why? Big families mean more people to spread the gospel. Uh Uh-huh. There's only four of us left. Three. I'm the oldest sister now. I'm lonely.
4: Me too. We all are. Keep going. I immigrated in 1980,
7: and I had a son in 1988, Year of the Dragon. Oh, that's why you're... Yep.
4: Year of the Dragon means I get to come out and play.
7: Well, isn't it my story now? And I was born in the Year of the Dog, so... No,
4: I'm not turning into a dog. I'm allergic. And do you see this costume, this puppetry? How many ensemble members it takes to operate one wing? I'm not. And an
9: adorable dog runs on stage into Esther's arms. No,
4: I just told you... And you still go. Uh, Ugh.
7: Say hello to everyone. Esther bows with a dog. Hello, everyone. That's tch not tch cute. Yes, tch. it is. I think I'm getting the hang of this now. You can go. Allergies are because of sin. Go pray. Ask for
4: forgiveness. I existed before. Uh, oh, never. Uh, Remember, careful what you. Uh, uh, Luke, do you have any Claritin? Ugh oh, dragon flies away. <laughs> Say bye-bye. Hoof oof. oof.
7: You are just the cutest little... I always wanted a dog for Daniel. One time a church lady friend gave us her pug. We only had it for two weeks because it barked too much. Its previous owner had lived in a quiet, gated community. We lived by the railroad tracks. The neighbors complained, and the apartment bureau sent a letter establishing a no-pet rule, so my little sister took the pug. I think it died from all the Korean food she fed it. And then my little sister would die from stomach cancer. I never told Daniel that. Not the cancer stuff, he knew about that, but about the pugs. So don't tell him, it'll be our little secret. Oh, hey, lazy audience, you're still there? I don't know why my son wanted to share so many gay stories with you. I guess I'm supposed to be glad he gets to be a writer, though. That's what immigrant parents want for their children, right? Better opportunities. I wanted to be a writer, but I was too busy working. I am too busy working.
8: Suddenly, an explosion of office activity bursts onto the stage. Scene. The office. Male employees flood the stage
6: and a Steve Hoggett-like dance occurs. They wear those scary masks that cover your whole head and usually resemble presidents, but, you know, the Korean male white-collar employee version. And maybe they carry
8: giant phalluses with the Korean flag hanging from them. Definitely giant phalluses with Korean flags hanging from them.
7: Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Just because I'm speaking Korean doesn't mean I can't quote The Wizard of Oz.
6: Male employee takes the dog away.
7: Hey, oh, no, I, I never even got to name her. Him, it, bye-bye, ruff-ruff, careful what stories you tell.
6: Movement. Movement. Movement, maybe a little violent towards Esther. But
7: she doesn't dance like a pas de deux dancer. She kicks ass and goes from being manipulated to being the manipulator. The thrusted to the thruster, the tossed around to the salad tosser. Question. Answer. Conflict. Resolution. Help, I'm Annette. I know, but I'm here. Jargon, jargon, jargon. Efficient solution. Half ass job. Full ass job. She's a threat. I know, I deserve a raise. Give her what we get. No college education, no family clout. Who needs college? I'm still better at this job. I deserve more money. When pigs fly. So I can walk you through the window and push your fat ass out? I'm telling the boss. I'll be louder than you. I'll start a strike. Fight for equal wages for women. She does. She succeeds.
6: The boss promotes a younger woman and me- metaphorically spits in her face.
7: One of the male employees
2: rips off their masks. Yinks off their phallus and tosses their long hair in the wind, revealing themselves to be a beautiful young woman. Fuck this shit. I'm leaving.
4: A windstorm sweeps the stage, violent gusts of paper blizzard. Desks tumble and lift off, and employees aerial dance for their lives. The office blows away. Dragon appears. Hey, girl, hey. You came back. No adorable creature upstages dragon. I took a bottle of claret and climb on.
7: What about the dog?
4: I ate it. Just kidding, it's on equity break.
7: Okay, Esther climbs on.
4: Scene, flight two. Dragon and Esther fly. You kicked some patriarchal butt back there. Did I hear you drop an F-bomb? I used to be ferocious,
7: a ball buster. Before I was a believer, I had to be. Oh, uh,
4: thank you. There you go, you're welcome. You always work this hard?
7: Relaxation is a luxury immigrants and refugees cannot afford. But now I'm on a dragon and can't go anywhere, so...
4: So yes. Yes.
7: I had to. I had sisters to support. I had to be the caretaker of the family. I had to be the father. And then I had to be a mother and a father. So
4: maybe you should consider the gender pronoun they. Ah. That all sound familiar? What? Children having to grow up early, children having to be parents, roles reversing. It's all very familiar.
7: Familiar. Family. Familiar. Wordplay. You're surprisingly comfortable.
4: It's the sunscreen. Apply and reapply, honey. Dragon lifts another claw with yet another punctured bottle of sunscreen.
7: That's what I always say. Is that so? God blessed me with eternally youthful looks. I respected his blessing by maintaining them.
4: SPF maintenance, darling. Keeps my scales so swerved and... Your son wouldn't conjure up an uncomfortable dragon, now would he?
7: No, no, he wouldn't. He always had an active imagination, side effect of being an only child. I wanted siblings for him so he wouldn't be alone, so he'd he how to be responsible for others, but...
4: I know, I'm sorry. Yes, it's fine. Do you regret it?
7: No. I've asked for forgiveness. I do not need regret. I do not need to apologize because I am forgiven. Daniel over apologizes because he knows he's guilty. He knows he's sinning. He is full of regret. And ultimately, Daniel wouldn't be who he is today if he had to take care of a little brother with Down syndrome.
4: He wouldn't be gay? No, unburdened. But one could argue... A
7: mother is not a burden. A mother is a duty. And he is not living up to his duty. I was taking care of my entire family by the time I was his age. And it's part of the commandments. Obey your father and mother.
4: Honor. I believe it says honor thy father and thy mother in the original text. You've read the Bible? A couple of times. I've been around, Miss Lee. It is possible to run out of things to read. I used to.
7: I used to read everything when I was younger. Now I only read the Bible and
4: Facebook. Facebook hasn't been invented yet, but I could procure you a Bible if you'd like something to read on your flight. No, thank you.
7: I think I'll just sit here. The last ride I was on was at Disneyland. I lost my hat on the Indiana Jones ride. This is much more peaceful, smooth.
4: Thank you. They fly in silence. It is beautiful, serene.
7: Maybe Esther raises her arms. Daniel loves rides. Where is he?
4: Equity break. What? Just kidding. He hasn't been born yet. You wanted your story.
7: Oh, so are we going forward
4: now? Not yet. We're still going back. The Korean karaoke version of
6: If I Could Turn Back Time plays in maybe terrible karaoke video. Backdrops are projected onto Dragon and Esther as 1980
4: turns back to... Where
7: are we going?
4: Back, back, back. Dragon lands and gently lets Esther off.
7: A quiet landscape. Tree. Something hangs from the tree. Scene. Grandfather.
4: Grandfather hangs from a noose on the tree. Dragon gives him space and curls up for a nap.
10: Hello, Un-kyung.
7: It's Esther now.
10: Hello, Esther.
7: Hi, Dad. Esther does not know whether to bow to her father hanging from the tree or not. She ends up looking like she has really bad posture, or constipation.
10: Grandfather patiently watches, <laughs> then breaks the silence. How are you?
7: Fine, thank you. I hate that question. Americans taught me to always respond, fine or good? What if I'm not fine or good? You're hanging from a tree and talking to me. Do you really want to know?
10: Of course. I wouldn't be here if I didn't. Would you prefer I get down from here? I can try. No,
7: that's fine. You're here. Yes. Why?
10: Grandfather shrugs and makes some noises and vaguely gestures around. Or something.
7: I don't believe in, you know, whatever.
10: No, you never did. But how could a child who experiences war ever believe in you know or whatever? There used to be you know or whatever in Korea. Now it might only live in that dragon. Remember when you couldn't take a shit in anyone else's toilets? Yes. I would get so mad at you. So upset. We'd have to call Driver. Take you all the way back to the house to drop off your high-maintenance turds. You were a stubborn child.
7: You were a stubborn father.
10: I got us through Japanese colonialism and civil war. Stubbornness kept you and your sisters alive. You should thank me.
7: Esther bows. Thank you.
10: Too little too late. Huh? <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Cause I'm... Uh, uh, you never would have had that much of a sense of a humor. No. Maybe stubbornness echoes through generations. Maybe.
7: Your grandson is very stubborn, too. It makes things... difficult.
10: I have a grandson? Yes. Finally! A man in the family. He's gay. So?
7: He's not the son you wanted.
10: He's not the son you wanted.
7: No. But he's stubborn. And strong, I guess.
10: And identifies as male.
7: Y-yes?
10: So then I have a male heir. A man in the family. Yes because I never counted any of your husbands as men. They were terrible.
7: The first, I married for children. The second, I married to have a father for my child.
10: But whom did you marry for love?
7: Neither. Love is a first-world luxury. Jesus? I married Jesus.
10: Some would say religion is a first-world luxury.
7: I am married to Jesus. I wish I could have told you about Jesus. Then you would be in heaven and I could see you again.
10: You are seeing me again. Dragon brought you here, didn't he?
7: Yes, but...
10: And who summoned Dragon? Did you? No. No! You're a dog!
7: What? Oh, oh, yes, year of...
10: Yes.
7: Daniel did. Your grandson summoned Dragon, I think, or, you know, Esther shrugs and makes some noises and vaguely gestures around.
10: So you do believe in...
7: I believe in... Maybe...
9: I believe in maybe.
10: So maybe there is some, you know, left in the world after all.
9: Click, click. A suitcase from the wall of boxes and luggage unclasps and opens. American soldier climbs out of the suitcase. Orange? Would you like an orange? Have you ever seen an orange before? We have them in the U.S. of A., and I requested some from my mom back home and she sent me a whole bag of them. Bet you've never had one before. Bet you can't even open it. Wanna try? See, you don't even know where to start, do you? What I like to do is score it on the side with a knife. Oh, okay, 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 no knives, I'll put it away. There, it's gone. Well, if I could score it, it'd be a lot easier to peel, but that's what you have to do. You have to peel it. The skin, you don't want to eat it. Doesn't taste right. Trust me on this. But they say, you make a wish. And if you can peel off the entire skin in one piece, your wish will come true. Want to try? Here. You make a wish, and I'll do the peeling. You probably can't see it with all those tears in your eyes. You're lucky I'm deaf in this ear from all these here blasts. Otherwise, <clears throat> that screaming in here make me deaf ricochet sounds in here in the octave you're at Whoops! Sure or is echoey i'm gonna sit you down now while i peel so i can make your wish come true feel free to explore but don't touch anything because some of them switches could blow your family to bits just kidding but i'm not <clears throat> looky here i've got this spiral technique going pretty darn fancy huh smells good too don't it a nice change in the air to the smell of Well, you know, uh, man stench. Not you, no, you don't smell. I'm not saying you smell, Jesus, just citrus. It's nice, right? And I've almost got it here. Have you got your wish ready? Have you? I've got this last bit here almost off. And, and
5: there.
6: What'd you wish for?
7: A million oranges fall from the
3: heavens.
6: Maybe there are a million tennis balls, spray-painted orange.
7: They spill out of every box, every
9: piece of luggage in the wall.
3: They roll into the audience. Daniel appears out of a waterfall of oranges.
9: American soldier hands the peeled orange to Esther, then spiral peeled to Daniel and disappears.
3: Hi, Emma. Hi, Grandpa. I'm Daniel, your, uh, your grandson. Bow to him. Daniel does a ceremonial bow to the ground for Grandfather.
10: Grandfather smiles. Nice to meet you, Daniel. Grandfather disappears majestically.
3: Bye, Grandpa. It was nice to meet you, too. Hi, Emma. You look great.
7: My story took place in the past. I told you I used to be thin.
3: I think we're the same age, maybe?
7: At this age, I owned three houses and supported five family members. What
3: do you have to show for yourself? And, and no accent.
7: Thanks to Dragon.
3: Hi
4: Dragon, where to? Now we can go forward. The entire stage, including the wall of boxes and luggage, rotates, or flips, or falls, or somersaults. Again, only if you have the budget and stagecraft for a rotating, flipping, falling, somersaulting stage. <laughs> this time, it reveals. Scene backstage.
8: Dave.
9: Diana. Julian. And Teal sit backstage. Their faces are lit by their cell phones. They
8: are half-dressed for their next scene. All
6: around them, costumes and props are haphazardly strewn about in a manner that should trigger any audience member's OCD. They swipe. They scroll. They refresh. Julian chuckles at something. No one acknowledges. Julian chuckles a little louder.
9: (laughs) No one acknowledges. Maybe the adorable
2: dog peeks their head up from a pile of costumes, then disappears to resume napping.
6: Dave gets up to pee. We hear the sound of peeing. We hear the sound of flushing. We do
8: not hear the sound of a sink running water. Dave returns. Dude. Dave shrugs. Dude. I don't think my junk is dirty. No urine dripped on my fingers. I don't believe in washing my hands after peeing. After a wipe, sure. After a whiz, nah. That's, that's, yeah, that makes so much sense. Right? And, like, better for the environment. Global warming word. Dave and Julian fist bump.
9: Teal and Diana roll their eyes and have a telepathic conversation about Dave and Julian. Telepathic conversation. Telepathic conversation. Telepathic conversation. Telepathic conversation. Teal's phone vibrates. Aw, look at that. Aww, I mean. who is oh. that little, that
2: <laughs> Diana's phone vibrates. Diana jumps to check her phone. Diana makes a disappointed noise. Diana swipes, swipes, scoffs, swipes. Hmm? Raya. Uh. Diana swipes, swipes, scoffs, swipes.
8: Did someone say Raya? I'm on Raya. I know. So did Blocked. you. Oh. What's Raya?
9: Famous people Tinder. I'm going to download it. You that. have to be invited. Oh. By at least two
6: members. Oh. So, one, two. No. Come on. Just because I. Yep.
8: Really? Yep.
6: Okay, okay. Cool.
8: It's cool. Yo, Dave. Buy me a drink after the show. Deal. And I want to switch the corner spot in the dressing room. Ugh. Fine. Deal. Are you on?
9: Do I look like someone who gives a rat's ass about famous people Tinder? Let alone Tinder?
6: Uh... When was
9: the last time I promptly replied to a text message you sent? Never. Do you see me on Snapchat? Never. I'm not even on Facebook. Uh Uh-huh. But Rhea. I mean, Rhea.
6: Uh, I just... Thought you didn't like me.
9: Oh, I love you, but I don't have to like you. Use that noggin of yours sometimes. Jesus, you are more than a pretty face. So you think I'm pretty? Shut up. looking at her phone. Swipe. Scroll. Scroll. Refresh.
8: CNN, CNN news, alert. news Alert. Oh, man, did you?
9: Yeah, oh, jeez.
2: Fuck, that's just. But, like, right? What cute? Right? Fucking A. Sigh. They resume scrolling.
8: Swiping.
2: Refreshing. Diana takes a selfie.
8: Dave stands and turns and takes a picture of his junk, not so surreptitiously.
9: Teal uses the camera to check her teeth. Julian tries to
6: take a group selfie. But
9: no one poses for it. Diana's phone buzzes. She clicks
2: ignore. Diana's phone buzzes. She clicks ignore. Diana's phone buzzes. What? Shh. I'm in a show. I'm in a show. I'm in a show. I'm backstage. You know not to call me when. What? What? Shh. Oh, you fucking no. No, no, no. That can't hear. Dad's barely. How old is? I just FaceTime him. Yes, he's been exercising more. I just got him Class Pass. I just said sweet dreams. How could he? He's lost his double chin. He bragged about dropping a pant size. How could how? He's he's just gone. And Un... I don't. Under I have to go. I have to go. I have to go. I have to go finish the show. I'll call you back after. Okay. Okay.
9: Oh, okay. <sighs> A terrible
6: silence.
9: Want me to zip you up? Thanks.
8: My dad. You know. Mine too. Both of mine.
9: Wow, okay. Welcome
2: to the... You know, huh? Not funny, huh, but... Okay. Okay. Okay? Uh Uh-huh. Let's
8: just... It's almost... I hear them landing, so... Wanna...
9: Oh, um, sure.
8: Julian hugs Diana.
9: Teal hugs Julian and Diana.
8: Dave rolls his eyes and then joins the group hug.
9: Maybe they cry a little.
8: Then laugh a little.
9: Grief is weird like that.
8: They inhale.
9: They exhale.
6: Julian sticks out his arm to surreptitiously snap a group picture. The flash goes off.
9: Diana slaps him. They finish getting into costume as the stage rotates to...
3: Scene. Parade. Daniel and Esther are seated to watch a parade. They are elevated on the wall of boxes and luggage, which now resemble bleachers.
4: Dragon is perched at the top of the bleachers with a very official-looking headset and a very old, very large conical megaphone. And maybe one pom-pom. Just one. 1980, Winter Olympics. Let the game! Begin. Do you remember watching these? If I didn't
7: watch the Olympics that were set in my motherland, do you think I watched the Olympics set in...
3: Lake Placid! You and I watched the Olympics in 2012. You were so into it.
7: I was recovering from surgery. It was probably high.
3: Oh, right.
7: It was the first time we'd watch television together.
3: It took cancer for you to slow down, to slow down and watch some TV with me. Have you been watching
4: my show? Uh-huh. Millions. Million- Billions. President Jimmy Carter.
9: Although the United States would prefer not to withdraw from the Olympic Games scheduled in Moscow this summer.
7: The Soviet Union must realize
9: that it's continued... Train for so
7: long actions,
4: and then they don't get to compete of because of the politics. And American the American dream, dream right? Is that but how I you felt when it was happening? No. To the
9: but Games.
4: maybe I would have. The Empire Strikes Back.
10: No. Try not. Do. Or do not. There is no try. What
3: is? Were either of your exes into Star Wars? Or were you?
7: Your father never went to the movies. Your stepfather dropped you off at the movies instead of paying for a babysitter. I was the one that took you to all the Disney movie premieres. Was this a Disney movie?
3: It is now. Daniel, I
7: don't care about any of this. Why are we going through it?
3: This is the year you came to America. This is the year you chose to immigrate, so maybe you saw these billboards, heard these commercials, watched this news. Maybe these are the first threads of the fabric of your American identity.
4: Pac-Man is released. Play me, play me, eat the
8: dots, 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 ghosts, run, 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 big dot, chase the goats, get the cherries, munch, 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 Yum. You thought I would care about that yellow pizza man?
4: <laughs> the Kwanju Uprising. Korean
8: protesters yelling Korean.
7: Democracy, democracy, democracy. we want democracy! This I remember this I didn't have time for, too busy preparing for my move. Thousands and thousands of people died in protests for democracy and no one talks about it. Not one word in American news. I looked for it. So why should I watch American television? Why should I watch American news?
4: Ronald Reagan nominated as presidential candidate for the Republican Party. As president. I will establish a liaison with the
6: 50 governors to encourage them to eliminate, where it exists, discrimination against women. You didn't vote for Reagan, but he would shape your first years. No,
7: God, God was
3: shaping. He talks that's, about equal that's, that's pay for women in, in his address.
7: Politics takes forever. So that's why you came to
3: the States, right?
7: What politician can I root for when they betrayed me year after year, country after country?
3: Did you vote for a
4: second term? No!
7: Daniel, listen to me. I don't care about any of this. Stop it. Just stop it all!
4: The parade stops. Fine. Fine, then what about this? A shift. Fog. Lots of fog. Dragon dawns a black veil. The
3: parade of the dead. These people died
4: in 1980. John Lennon, death by assassination.
3: Imagine there's no heaven. These souls, since you believe in souls, left the United
4: States in 1980.
7: Oh my god. These
3: souls left when your soul arrived.
4: Poet, James Wright, Cancer of the Tongue. Suddenly I
10: realize that if I stepped out of my body, I would break into blossom.
3: You left one life behind and came to this new life, while these lives left too.
6: That's poetry, too. A
7: poet getting tongue cancer, that's poetry?
6: Alfred Hitchcock, Renal Failure the only way to get rid of my fears is to make films about them you've seen psycho
3: with what free time
6: he would also say drama is life with the dull
3: bits cut out i've cut the dull bits out and i'm taking us through the meat of it the meat of when
4: you left korea i'm trying to write colonel sanders acute leukemia there's no reason to be
9: the richest man in the cemetery you can't do business there you thought i would care about the kentucky fried chicken
7: old white man When I slaved in the kitchen to put healthy, home-cooked meals on the table for you, even though fast food was the cheaper, quicker option for a single mom.
3: Dragons send out Mae West. You
7: think I care about celebrities dying? When I've seen my family slip away from me one by one because of war and disease, why should I watch movies when I've lived enough dramas for one lifetime?
3: American pop culture is... Is
7: your life, not mine. But
3: you chose to come here and make this your home.
7: You don't get it. But at one point, you knew in your heart of hearts... This world isn't home. Our home is yet to
3: come. I have no home. So that's how you can pack up and leave again? Move across the world? God has
7: summoned me to work in Rwanda. I'm not done trying to do some good in this lifetime. Because
3: you failed as a mother. Because
7: I'm more than a mother. Something I've learned from our time apart.
3: So you'll leave? Even if, if I ask you to stay?
7: You barely visit as it is. What difference will another continent make?
3: Daniel cries angry tears. He unsuccessfully tries to hide them.
5: Oh,
7: Oh, Daniel. We're stubborn. We're stubborn, you and I. You and I are survivors of our own traumas, of our own or others' making. But we survived. And now, we survive separately. Maybe I'll change my mind. I won't change my mind. Not for you, not for anyone, not for any person. That's the deal I made after your father, fathers. You made your deal. With the devil. Yes, sure, or dragon, or theater with an R.E. You have your beliefs, your faith, your church, and I have mine. Now, I think I have to go back now. I think I'd like to be old again. I have to give away my plants. Let's go back. Forward. 1988, 80, 70, 46, that's in the past. And maybe, sure, maybe that shapes who you are and who I am, or who you were, who I was. Maybe that answers some questions, but only raises so many more. So, you have your story. I'll have mine. Forward. Right?
3: Forward. Dragon!
4: Dragon bows and wraps a wing around Esther.
3: Esther disappears. Dragon! You motherfucker. Honey, I would
4: never tap that. Don't call me honey. Why did you... Baby, she asked. Don't call me baby. She didn't want to be here anymore. How do you know that? She's got packing to do, boo. I'm not your boo. Oh, okay, girl. I'm not a girl. That's a girl with you. Well, that's, that's fucking stupid. You're fucking stupid. I am smarter than you will ever
3: be. Then why? Why did you let her go? I wasn't finished... Daniel tries to fight Dragon.
4: Dragon flicks him away.
3: I'm not done with our journey. I'm not
4: finished writing our story. And now there's no hour. terrible play. Daniel tries to fight Dragon. Dragon flicks him away again. I told you, this play is not terrible. It's impossible. You are trying to tell an impossible story and an impossible relationship. Impossible people who believe in impossible things. Daniel tries to fight Dragon. She never. She'll never.
3: And now she's leaving. Daniel finally lands a blow.
4: Dragon roars out a blast of fire. Bitch, I am stronger than you. I am bigger than you. I am. I unsummon you. I unimagine you. Go
3: back to where you belong. Just leave. Leave. Abandon me like you always do. Leave me alone.
8: I hate you.
4: Dragon disappears.
8: Daniel is alone the stage is empty sound of machinery slowing to a halt
2: sound of lights shutting off
8: sound
6: of a large door closing
2: everything is black
6: maybe a ghost light appears
2: not magically
6: there is no more magic Daniel is alone
3: Daniel is buzz buzz buzz. he pulls out his cell phone it is a reminder notification Daniel dials hangs up Dials again, hangs up. Dials again. Scene, epilogue, sort of. Hi, Emma. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to, oh. Um, I'll move to a different spot. How about, can you, can you hear me now? Well, you got the idea. Happy, your card? Your card is 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 probably still in the mail. It's traveling halfway across the world, after all. No, I didn't get you flowers. You said you'd rather have the money for the orphanage. No, I didn't buy you jewelry. You said to stop buying you jewelry because I'm never marrying a woman, so what's the point of having all this jewelry for a woman if no one is going to inherit it when I die? Yeah, that's what you said. No, I didn't send you money. I spent it on, yes, I'm on, no, not NBC. Not ABC, it's called Showtime, mom. Showtime, it's cable. You have to pay more, I know. That doesn't mean they pay me more. They don't pay as much, Uh uh-huh. Right, I'll try praying more. So instead, I sort of, well, (laughs) you're gonna hate this, but I wrote this play about you, (laughs) about us. Yes, a play. A play. Like in the theater with an RE. Never mind. I know television pays more. I know movies pay more. I know anything else would pay more. I know, but I love theater. And I love you. So I wrote a play for your birthday. It's my present to you. Happy birth. No, it doesn't have gay sex. No, I promise. I know I promised last time with the web series, but this time it really doesn't have gay sex. (laughs) Yes, I talk about being gay. Well, it's kind of autobiographical. If I didn't talk about being gay, I'd be missing a chunk of the autobiographical part. Never mind. Hey, will you... Hey, Mom. Mom. Would you consider... I'll pick up some extra shifts at the restaurant, or maybe some residual checks will come in, or I'll open another credit card, but maybe... Maybe you could come? I already got you a ticket, actually. It's in your email. Happy birthday. Yeah. Yes, your Gmail, you only have one email account. Where else would I email? For, yeah, next. I figured you could, oh. What about the following? No, that's, okay. Right, no, of course you have a lot to do for the Rwandans. I I didn't know you were hosting a conference. Uh Uh-huh, New York is indeed a den of sin. No, I think the ticket will exchange for credits toward another flight. No, I can't get cash for it. Sure. Sure, I can donate the flight to another missionary. That'll be my birthday present to you. Send me their information. Right. Right. Right, listen, so I'll just, you'll get your card whenever a Rwandan post or a Rwandan mail or a global whatever gets there. Next time I'll send you an e-card, yeah? Okay. And I'll email you the script. Happy birthday. Okay. I love you. Bye. Daniel puts out a crumpled up, slightly soggy birthday card from his back pocket and begins writing. Stops. Tries again. Stops. Scratches something out. The scratching of the pen tears a hole in the card. Daniel tears the card to pieces.
5: Hey. Hey.
9: That blows. Yeah. Well, we... This
6: is probably lame and weird,
9: but we got you this...
6: The cast comes out with the birthday cake. It is covered in candles. It was gonna be for your mom. So that's why there are so many But we didn't know uh she was over seventy till so you just Well, I knew,
7: but I asked privately to research the character and I didn't know if you felt comfortable divulging that information to the cast.
2: But it's kinda of pretty, right? All the little candles.
9: And it's dairy free. You know how hard it is to find a dairy free ice cream cake? Very so we made one ourselves. Or more like we bought a vegan cake and then put layers of sorbet in between? We've had it
6: frozen since the first day of tech, actually.
9: Because we knew you'd have a slice?
6: You made it You made it
8: yourselves? Uh, don't
9: make a big deal out of it. So maybe...
8: In the spirit of... Your story. And your
9: mom's story. All the time traveling, storytelling, we figured... Since without your mom's birthday, we'd have no you. Today is kind of your birthday too, right?
6: We won't sing, because that's stupid. And the candles are melting kind of fast, so
9: maybe just make a wish. Make a wish. Make a wish. Make a wish.
3: Daniel makes a wish and blows out all the candles.
7: Jihei turns back into Esther, or something in between.
4: Dragon appears in all dragon's glory.
7: Esther climbs on dragon, reaches her hand out.
4: Daniel hesitates.
3: Daniel bows and shrugs and makes some noises and vaguely gestures around. That makes a heart shape with his arms over his head.
4: Sorry. I forgive you, and I will love you forever, cause you family, <laughs> but you will be buying me drinks until further notice.
3: Anything for you, Boo. Daniel climbs on. Daniel. And Esther. And dragon fly. It is still
4: glorious.
2: It still inspires the magic of theater.
4: Gust of wind. Gust of wind. Gust of wind. End of play.
2: It's so right. It's so right.
1: Before we get started on this playwright interview, just want to give a round of applause to our amazing cast. Um. So how do you feel after hearing your story? And it's your first play, right?
0: It is my first play, my first professional reading slash public reading um, thank you all for being here thank you for listening I am a ball
1: of nerves (laughs) Um, I mean how do do you feel after um, after hearing it
0: Um, like I want to go back to work on it but also um, so grateful for Everyone lending their time and talents—something um, cathartic, uh, something yearning, something messy. Yeah.
1: A big ball. So mm-hmm. then I'm going to ask you the question uh-huh. that you um, refuse to answer. At refuse the beginning. to answer yeah. many times. <laughs> um, so what would the world be missing if it didn't have this play?
0: Um, it would be missing yet another play about your mother. <laughs> but um, I think it would be missing the permission to tell stories uh, without self censorship or apology, and that there is something um, worth sharing in everyone's story. So, whatever that is.
1: Awesome. I think a lot of people can resonate with that um, more and more. Um, I think particularly because this play is so much about um, identity and, and that journey. So I'd like to ask you, how like, do you define your identity as Daniel K. Isaac? And um, I guess building upon that, how did that change when you were writing this play? Today, um, the cast um, just had rehearsal today. So being in that space of rehearsing, Um, the play and then also hearing it. Um, Did your identity change or did it deconstruct? Did you build upon it? What happened?
0: Hmm. Uh, Well, hello, my name is Daniel K. Isaac. Uh, My PGPs are he, him, his. Uh, I identify as a uh, gay, queer, Korean American, Asian American um, actor. When I wrote this, it was my first play I'd ever written a couple years ago. And so I identified more as an actor than as a writer. And I think part of writing this play and this experience has been um, claiming the writer identity with less uh, apprehension Mm -hmm. or um, shame or self, uh, everything, (laughs) emolition. And um, I think being in a room full of friends, full of uh, beautiful queer people of color, beautiful Asian Americans, Korean Americans, um, uh, and artists that I've all uh, worked with before. It, it felt like the most magical space and safe space, which is um, uh, so rare and uh, um, something to be treasured, especially with something so personal and vulnerable and and young. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, in the description of um, the play, you say. Um, this play will not be about Esther. Mm -hmm. Um, And you repeat many times, um, it's not about um, Esther slash her mom. Uh Um, I guess, how is Esther?
0: She's good. She's moving to Rwanda next week. Um, uh, I just sent her a lot of bottles of mosquito repellent Mm -hmm. and um, a lot of bottles of hand sanitizer and an air purification mask these were her requests. <laughs> and um, and she's packing up the house and sending me pictures of um, old paintings and yeah. stuffed animals and yearbooks and uh, pictures and they're all either going into the trash or um, storage. So to be continued in another play? Yeah. Probably. Of course.
1: Yeah. Um, and I guess, how, how did you ever, when you were writing this play, did you ever, one, want your mother to, you know, actually come, listen or see this impossible play be staged, um, or do you, I guess, you know, it's going to be on a podcast. You can send it to her. Um, how do you expect to to, she won't listen to no, it? No,
0: that's okay. She, she doesn't, you know, she really doesn't watch my cable show because it's on cable mm-hmm. and it doesn't count unless it's on network TV. Um, she uh, was very supportive of when I was making the pilot for my web series. But, um, but we, we didn't tell her there was gay sex in it. And then she, there was gay sex in the trailer for a millisecond. And, um, and she threw a fit and hasn't watched it. And so she probably won't ever watch or listen to this either. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Right. Yeah.
1: But if she were to listen to it, uh-huh. what, I guess, what would you want her to feel or come out of it in, I guess, in relation to the first act of your play, which is centered on you, and then we hear more about Esther? Mm-hmm. Um, do you do you think she, if she were to listen to it, what would you want her to take out of it?
0: Um uh, in high school, my mom wanted to be a poet, and she won scholarships. That's how she funded her high school education, because um, in Korea you have to pay for all levels, or back then you did. And um, and then she had to drop out to take care of her family. And I've always, once I knew that she wanted to be a poet, I've always wanted to encourage her to be a poet.
5: Mm-hmm. And
0: um, and if she ever listened to this, you know, in that fairy tale land, I would want her to give herself permission to be a writer and be a poet. Uh, which she has sort of found the medium on Facebook, and she has her own Facebook following of, um, of <laughs> Korean religious, passionate people. <laughs> I will say, um, but it, but sometimes she like writes poetry instead of you know a, a, a long post about something she may or may not like that is opinionated in ways we may or may not agree with, but but other times she'll she'll. Uh, head towards poetry. And so I feel like she's slowly finding her voice there and a platform, apparently. So um, yeah, I would love her to continue to find permission to do so.
1: That's amazing. Yeah. So we're going to get to, um, if. uh, so this is a question I ask all of our playwrights. I've been asking um, them this question since uh, December 2016, Mm -hmm. which is, If you had 60 seconds and Donald Trump was in this room, what would you tell him? He also won't listen to this radio play, just putting it out there. No. No. (laughs)
0: Um, That's a lot of pressure. Uh, I would say tweet less, listen more. (laughs) These are people's lives you're toying with or treating so casually on a global scale. Please don't forget that. Don't take away our health insurance. Um, my motherland is torn in two, and you treat it so casually with as if it's a push of a button or the size of your member, and that is so disrespectful and rude, and I wish you would remember the humanity and the people that you're dealing with there and here. And you are a global leader. Grow the fuck up and do your job. Yeah. Could do I say that after I <laughs> threw water in his face?
1: Yeah, sure. You know, like. Yeah. You throw whatever in his face. <laughs> uh-huh. um, and last question we always ask our playwrights because it's the most important one. Okay. What did you have for breakfast this morning?
0: I had the muffins you made us. Ivan baked muffins for the cast before (laughs) rehearsal, and they were still warm when they arrived. So I have that. So thank you for my breakfast.
1: (laughs) I'm glad you like them. Um, My roommate Rai, who's also my artistic associate, um, we were up at like 8 in the morning for various reasons, and we looked like like dirty housewives, just like baking and cooking. (laughs) Sad sight, but it was good. I'm glad you liked them. Um, So um, before we come back with our last song by Diana, where's she? Where's she going? Oh, there you go. (laughs) Um, There are just some people um, we'd love uh, just to to thank. Um, uh, So thank you all for being here for our live recording of The Parsnip Ship. Um, thank you to our subscribers for listening to The Parsnip Ship, um, Parsnip Ship as well. Uh, you can find updates on our upcoming readings, all of our writers, directors, musicians, and plays on our Facebook and Instagram pages at The Parsnipship, and on our website, www.theparsnipship.com. You can also find more info um, on there for submitting plays. We're about to open up season four, which um, we will focus on uh, playwrights of color. So if you know playwrights of color with dope as fuck shows, send them my way. Um, All of our past readings and interviews are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and um, please subscribe to get info on latest episodes, including this one, if you wanna listen to it again. Um, We would love to give a huge, huge, huge shout out to the um, people here at the Actors Fund Art Center. They've been so, so amazing. Um, We'd specifically like to thank Matthew Ashley, Saul, and Chad. Um, and we'd like to thank our cast, uh, John Norman. Jihei Keeley, who is also a Parsnipshit playwright, season two, Untitled Radio Play, listen to it. Um, Diana, David, Julian, and Teal, our musician. Again, Diana, um, our director, Carlos, and our playwright, Daniel, of course. Um, and I'd like to thank my team. Um, Katie, my producing director, Rye, my artistic associate, Todd, our managing director, Jesse, our producer, and Business Lunch Productions, and of course, Luke Decola, who is our amazing sound engineer. And our next reading is next month, Thursday, February 1st, it is I Wanna Fuck Like Romeo and Juliet, by Andrew Rincon. Um, We don't know where it'll be yet, but if you subscribe, we'll let you know. And take it away, Diana. Thank you all for being here.
2: How are y'all doing?
5: Yeah!
2: So weird singing in profile. Never done it. Strangest, odd. Is that my roommate? Is that Robert? No. Oh, well. I asked her, do you believe in magic? She said, no, I don't like to be fooled. Could you be more elaborate? My words are misunderstood. I told her not to worry. No judgment here. And I'm trying to learn about the pain you feel with the questions I I have for you while I learn about you, too. What do you believe in? What do you feel? Oh, did he leave you to become a hero? of after I told you, know I would never, I would never, I would never, I would never, I would never. I can see how that would hurt you. I tried my best not to do the same. Won't destroy, disarm, desert you. With all the heartbreak to my name, she told me not to woo. Here and I'm trying to learn about it. shame and fear.